Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Beauty is Deeper podcast. Now I'm going to be completely honest. This podcast I was going to launch on Monday, um, but I got the unfortunate news that my grandmother had passed on Sunday and it just, it didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel, and I felt like the first episode now with this, because today marks a week of her passing. Um, I feel like I have a lot of different things to say and I almost feel like a different person. Um, it's crazy, you know? But um, I did want to release this first episode in her honor, in honor of Julia Garcia. And um, yeah, it's been a hard week, guys. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. And I wish this was the, you know, the best first episode ever. But I have become, I'm a recovering perfectionist. So I think that authenticity is better than something being perfect. I think it I appreciate it more when people are more authentic and honest rather than if it was perfectly curated. So um, I'm really excited about this podcast. So let me start off with why beauty is deeper, why this is a thing. So I think we all have, at least females for the most part, um, we are kind of taught that our beauty and that what matters is on the outside and how we look and the makeup that we wear and the face that we put on and the look that we stunt, right? And I still love fashion and makeup and getting glam. Like, that has nothing to do with this, but I think I valued it a lot more than I valued what is deeper. Some of the most beautiful women I have ever met are not beauty queens, are not, like, known for being, like, the most... I mean, like, they're still bad bitches. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, you know, um, a lot of the women that I'm thinking about right now stunt, okay? But it's, like, it's that's not what made them so beautiful to me. What makes them beautiful is their humility. What makes them beautiful is how they carry themselves. What makes them beautiful is how they take care of themselves, how they make themselves and their self-care a priority. What makes them beautiful is just how they fucking handle life, you know? You ever meet a woman who just fucking handles it? Like, she handles it. And I don't mean, like, she doesn't cry and just, like, is a strong soldier. Like, that's not it either. But, you know, just handles life. Doesn't get you involved in their drama. Like, obviously, people are allowed to vent. But, like, just doesn't drag shit on and is just, like, handling it. I also think educated women are very beautiful. And I don't necessarily think that that has to do with like going to college, but just like, you know what you're talking about. You're not just fluffing it and you're not, and you actually are interested in people and other things and, you know, knowing things. Um, and that's kind of been my realization for a while is that, yes, it's very important to teach me how to do the cut crease. It's very important that I know how to do a perfect wing liner. It's very, it's very important that I know how to perfectly install my hair extensions, Um, it's important for me to lose weight and to fit into my clothes. Like, all this stuff that we, like, are getting taught online. Like, how to fix your under-eye bags. How to fix your cellulite. How to fix, 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 fix. And I don't think anybody's really talking about the stuff that is a little bit deeper that adds to your beauty. 
and that makes you all around like beautiful because we all know those girls who are like really pretty but they're really ugly on the inside you know it's like you kind of are just like oh like why why are you such a why are you such like a bad person you're so pretty like you could be so cool you know um and I wish I had a more concise sentence to like wrap this up. You know what I mean? Like to wrap up the idea of beauty is deeper, but it's just deeper. It's bigger. And when something's deep, you can't like put it into a sentence. And maybe in a few weeks or in a month or so, I'll have a perfect sentence for this one. But for right now, I just think beauty is deeper. And when you love yourself, when you're confident, when you put your best foot forward, when you work on yourself... And also take care of the food that you, like, take care of yourself, the food that you put in your body, the way that you treat your body, as in like giving it exercise, stretching, you know, stuff like that. When you take care of your skincare, when you like, I just think all of these things interconnect into overall beauty. And I just think I want to change the narrative of what beauty is, because seriously, when you start doing this, guys, you really start to just fucking love yourself and you just start, I mean, at least this has been the case for me and my friends um, and people that I've talked to is like, once you start working on yourself, you start fucking loving yourself and working yourself is such a broad term. So I want during this podcast, like throughout these episodes to talk about those things that are working on yourself. Um, and I want to like bring light to these issues. And I really love podcasting i love talking i used to have a podcast with my friend ariana we had the chismosas podcast and i am so grateful that for that experience i feel like um that was an experience that really set me up for this like i think now i will be able to do this properly um and i mean the truth is it didn't work out because i wasn't working on myself (laughs) look at that full circle, right? I wasn't working on myself. I was running away from my problems. I was running away from myself, truthfully. And, you know, I was kind of being difficult. I was kind of being a bitch, not just to like, just to people around me. Like I just couldn't handle. And one day I told her, I just can't do this podcast right now. I need to focus on me because I am just not taking care of Natasha and I can't execute anything. That's when I stopped doing my, like, the last time I was doing beauty videos, that's when I stopped doing it, and all this stuff is, because I just kind of was like, wow, like, nothing is aligning right now, but Natasha, who the fuck are you? What is aligning with Natasha? Do you even know? And that's a really scary place to be, guys. So, um, yeah, so the story of that, because I feel like that's really what brought me here, is, um, I was doing beauty videos and I was doing the Chismosas podcast and I was really trying to make it, you know, I was really trying to like buy all the palettes so that I could do all the reviews and I was trying to, you know, be on top of the trends and whatever. And it's not even like I was like this big YouTuber at all. I have like a thousand followers on Instagram. It's nothing like that, but it's just, I was really trying to fit a square peg into a circle does that does that is that the saying? You know what I'm talking about. Like I was trying to fit a mold that I that just isn't true to who I am, but the unfortunate part of that is like I had to have a sit down with myself and be like, Natasha, who are you? You've gotten so lost um into like, you know, fitting other people's molds that you don't even know what you want anymore. You don't even know who you are anymore. And um 
that is, like I said, a scary place to be. And I had to make some selfish decisions, like one of them ending the podcast. And I didn't even really provide a reason to my co-host. I just kind of said, like, I can't do this right now, dude. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And in hindsight, it was a really good thing that I ended it because I ended up stopped doing YouTube too. And this is when I was really lost. I mean, like, I was having a bad relationship with my parents. Me and my boyfriend's uh, relationship was also taking some hits because I just was running away from myself and not dealing with the fact that, like, I wasn't taking care of myself and figuring out who I am and what I want. And um, this is when me, my friend Gigi and Colette, we started, like, this Earth gang situation because we're all Earth signs. And we started, like, doing yoga, like, every day like every day and met and I was meditating every day and this went on for about three four months and this was a very transformative time for me this was not at all the end of it this was the just the beginning like this was just you know putting my foot into like putting my foot in the water to what would be who I am today but during that time I was so anxious i mean guys i think if there's anything i've struggled with it's like anxiety uh and i didn't even know how anxious i was until i started dealing with it you know you know what i'm talking about like when you run away from your problems and then once you start facing them you're like wow this is actually a really big problem wow like i should have <laughs> i definitely should have been working on this for a while so once i started accepting that i had anxiety and realizing that i had it and trying to handle it I started realizing how big and prominent it was in my life and how it was kind of stopping me from doing a lot of things. I mean, I was barely leaving the house, if I'm being completely honest. Like, I was hanging out with my friends to do yoga. I would go to my boyfriend's house, and then I would come home, and then I would go to class and be failing college because I was not a good student, and I didn't want to be in college, and I wasn't being honest with myself about the fact that I didn't want to be in college. And I was just in this cycle of like letting anxiety run my life. So the yoga and the meditation really grounded me during the time where I was feeling very sporadic and lost. And I felt like I got a small snippet of maybe who Natasha is. Maybe who's that confident girl. Like maybe who I was in high school. Um, and look, I mean, luckily for me, I did have a time in my life where I felt like I was really together. So I had like a, I had like a goal. Like I was like, I just want to be like who I used to be. Because I don't really know who I am right now. Like, I don't know why I'm overthinking everything. I don't know why I'm not confident in myself. Like, thankfully, because I know there's some people who didn't even have that at a certain age. So they're really just discovering themselves for the first time. But I felt like I was really trying to be my old self, but in a new way, if, if that makes sense. So um, I was doing yoga and then I hit the four month mark and it was helping, but I was starting to be like, you know, Natasha, you really need to talk to someone because my mind just wasn't making sense. And I'm a verbal processor, 1000%. There's a lot of people who are not, but there's a lot of people who are. And when you're a verbal processor, I mean, you got to talk it out. You really got to talk it out because I will have like 80 things going on in my mind. And once I talk it out, it really makes all the jumbling in my mind like a clear line of like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That's what I was really worried about, right? So I started seeing a therapist and 
I mean, her name was Christine, and she's, like, the baddest bitch ever. And she was a Capricorn, and I'm a Capricorn. And I was like, why are we vibing? And I didn't ask her, by the way, off the bat. I asked her towards the end of our sessions because I was just like, girl, we just fucking vibe. Like, what is your sign? And she's like, I'm a Capricorn. And I was like, bitch. Of course, a Capricorn would be putting me in my fucking place. But, um... So during this time, now that I'm going to therapy, I was really unraveling like a lot of my self-doubt and a lot of the things that were stopping me and a lot of my limiting beliefs and a lot of my like, like I have like a, like I have a scarcity mindset to some extent and like a lot of things about myself that, you know, until you start talking about it, you don't really put it together. And I, during this time was like wearing less makeup. I stopped wearing fake eyelashes because I was just kind of getting over it. I stopped wearing hair extensions. Um, and I was re- and I think this is my extreme way of really trying to like myself, right? Because um I was just tired of not feeling pretty without fake eyelashes on. I was tired of not feeling pretty without extensions in my hair. And that's the truth. I mean, like once you put these extensions in, once you put these eyelashes in, you feel like a bad bitch and the second they come off, you're like, "Damn, is that really what I fucking look like?" Fuck. You know? And not just that, like I remember when color contacts were a thing, I really wanted them. And I remember I had like these green ones and when I would put them in, I would feel so pretty. And when I would take them out, I w- it would just be like a sigh, like a, that's what I look like. I'm like, damn, you know, and I cut that shit quick. I cut the colored contacts thing really quick. Like I did that for maybe a two months because I started realizing I really hated how I looked. Like I really did not like how I looked. But yeah, like that was a thing, you know, and I realized it with the colored contacts, but with the eyelashes and the fake hair, I wasn't really realizing it until this time in my life where I was like, you know, Natasha, we got to we got to go hard on this one. We got to love ourselves. We can't keep doing this. We just can't. It's it's not going to work out. So, um, yeah, and ev- and I work really hard when I choose to work on something. Like, I go kind of intense, and I know people are not as intense as me. Like, I'm, I'm fully aware of my intensity. So, for some people, like, just <laughs> taking off the eyelashes and taking off the fake hair is a lot. You know, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And some people don't even struggle with that. But that just shows where my insecurities were. And that's just me being vulnerable and honest about how I really just didn't like how I looked. And um, now I'm in a place where I love makeup, though. Let me not let me get let me clear that up. Like, I still really love makeup. I still really love like getting dressed up and being fashionable. But it's just changed. I've just changed. And um, I feel like I've come to this place of self-awareness, a place of self-confidence a place of loving myself exactly the way I am and who I will be um, and who I once was. That's important too. You need to love who you were during a time of struggle as well. Like when I wasn't my best self and I give love to her and I don't think of her in a negative way because that's not not good either. That's not doing good. And um, I truly think I've never been healthier mentally and roughly physically like I was thin when I was younger and I'm not as thin as I once was but I do think I'm way healthier than I've ever been um my weight is on its own journey and I'm loving my body through the process of losing weight um every step you know is a new day it's a new challenge and I'm just 
like if I don't love myself now, I won't love myself when I lose a bunch of weight. So I'm really doing it slowly but surely and checking in with myself because I do want to be at a very healthy weight. Um, and that's just another really honest fact about me is that I am in the process of losing weight. And um, especially this week, you know, I was grieving. Uh, I definitely wasn't being hard on myself about what I was eating this week. But, you know, this next week, if I am grieving in a moment, I will be gentle with myself and stuff like that. So... I just, this idea of beauty is deeper really started coming to me around the time that we started getting into this quarantine. Like I hadn't, I couldn't put the words to what I wanted to do. So yeah, I finally came to this thing of like beauty is deeper. And I started thinking about all the women in my life that, you know, I really admire. And it is like 20% how they look and like 80% not not about what they look like and um this is where I kind of wanted to come to this um I wanted to talk about my grandma that passed um because she is like a sheer definition of like beauty is deeper um she was Christ-like to some extent um I mean she was the most selfless woman ever I mean, she had four kids. She always had her house open to anyone in need. She had a lot of siblings who had passed. Actually, all of her siblings had passed away before she died and before her mother died. So her mother had buried like six children or five children. And my grandmother was a mother to all of their children, all of her siblings, children, all of her nieces and nephews. And she was a mother to my great grandmother well into the end of her life because my great grandma she was her caretaker well into the end of her life and not just that um my favorite thing about my grandma was that she was such an animal lover and I always felt like I was a mix of both of my grandmothers because I have my abby my abuela mela who is my Cuban grandma and she's like super elegant and regal and fashion forward but she's also an artist and she's very artistic and uh she would sew a lot she was a hairdresser she um she she's like a plant mom and all of that and I felt like I had a lot of that side of her and then there was another half of me that was a lot like my abuela Morela who passed who was really in touch with nature. I mean, as a kid, guys, I was obsessed with Animal Planet. I was obsessed with uh, just... And I lived in Florida, like, in a swamp situation. So, like, there was a lake right outside my house, and I was in the lake. I was constantly covered in dirt as a kid, and I just wanted to save animals. And, like, a duck... I remember this duck had, like, babies, and she would come, and, and, and I would feed the babies every day. And then one day, the mom died, and all the babies were coming to my house. And I raised these ducks like i i know that sounds like weird but it's like they would come every day and i literally taught them how to fly <sighs> i know i would grab them under their wings and throw them towards the lake and because they're gonna land in water it wasn't that bad because they float but like they would flap their wings and learn like you know the essentials of like flying obviously i was a kid and maybe i shouldn't have done that but they were they loved me and they kept coming back well into their adulthood and then eventually i never saw them again but as you can see, I was like an animal freak and I only wanted to watch Animal Planet. And I really identified with my grandmother in Venezuela because she had these dogs and she was like so good at taking care of them. And then I remember I went to visit her and a bird fell out of a tree and I found it and I took it to her house. And she's like, oh, don't worry, like we'll take care of it. And, you know, this is a time 
you especially if you're Hispanic, you understand that a lot of Hispanic people believe, you know, like the animals are outside, no animals come inside. We are not like you know, you you guys get what I'm saying? Because like people would live on ranches and farms and like the dog like the dogs and the animals were outside animals and they were dirty and you guys get it. Um but my grandma always looked at animals like she looked at people and she never you know looked at them differently and she saved so many animals and she also like she would make sopa which is like soup and she would make a bunch of soup for everyone that was like her thing she was all about soups i I, i'm a sopera because of her and that's like a person who really likes soups um and i'm totally a sopera because of her because she made really good soup and my dad really loves soup and that's his mom so like i feel like we have that all in common and i just remember like because in venezuela you don't have fucking money for dog food so she would literally make this vegetable or meat stew and literally put it in the dog's bowl and she would give them homemade food every day but there was no dog food and it was like these dogs lived to be very old because she took care of them as if they were her own children. And I think since her passing, it's made me really want to be as Christ-like as possible. And I say Christ because she was extremely Catholic, and I think this week with her passing, we've done a lot of Catholic rituals that, you know, I've never even really done. Like, I was raised Catholic, but uh, we kind of stopped going to church when I was, like, 10, and, like, we haven't really been back. And, like, you know, I'm I'm religious to some extent, but, like, I'm, I'm more, like, a believer in, like, the universe, and I kind of take bits and pieces of religions that I really identify with, and I make up my own belief systems because I believe that everyone's right. But not one religion is right. Does that make sense? Like, I believe, like, everyone has a reason why they believe in a certain religion. But anyways, that's, like, aside the point. But my point is that this week has been very, uh, has been a very Catholic week for me (laughs) with everything that's happened. And I, you know, when I think about Christ, I think about how, like, he was so humble and his humility and he never judged someone based off of anything he always approached them with love and um she was the same way and it makes me want to be that and what is more beautiful than that than someone like that and with my grandmother's passing i mean i have a lot of family in venezuela that i don't know um unfortunately i only got to go twice before um you know venezuela became the um intense situation that it is now and i probably won't be able to go back for a while um to meet all these people but we did like a zoom vigil a zoom funeral of sorts and um isn't that interesting never thought i'd be doing that over zoom uh but the things that people said about my grandma i mean it just made me like wow i want to be someone like that i want to promote that i want to promote love i want to promote beauty in a way of like just a beautiful soul she was a beautiful soul and i'm so thankful that she was my grandma you know like i'm that her blood lives within me right and i can she can be the vessel for me to propel forward a message like this um and I think it's just interesting how I was going to launch on Monday. And then she passed and I'm like, wow, I don't even know what I want to say. Um, but I'm kind of just talking because, like I said, I'm a recovering perfectionist. And they say that perfectionism and um, 
procrastination are the exact same coin. So one side is perfectionism, the heads, and then the tails is the procrastination. And they both are the same thing because um, perfectionism is when you want things to be perfect so you nitpick everything and you like stress yourself out because you want it to be perfect procrastination is you want it to be perfect so you wait and wait and wait and wait until the last second and then stress yourself out when it doesn't come out perfect because you kind of want it to be perfect that's and and honestly (laughs) i feel like the procrastinator just puts themselves through less stress (laughs) than the perfectionist um and it's funny because i'll procrastinate but then the second i really do something i'm a i'm a perfectionist about it so it's, it's interesting when you look at the two of them i heard that in one of my um, anxiety classes. And I thought that was very on point. So (sighs) old Natasha would perfectly write out this episode, perfectly launch this perfectly, perfectly do this. And I have no structure in this episode. I have no structure in how this will go, but I just need to start the things that I have ideas about because I do this way too often where I have an idea I overthink it I never do it or I take too long to do it and then once I do it I'm like ah boys I'm not even I'm over it um so I think um this passing of hers is propelling me forward to follow my dreams because life is extremely short and I want to make the impact and I don't I don't even need this to be big or impact millions of lives if I could just talk to someone who needs to hear this and not just this episode but like the messages that I will be talking about in the next few episodes and hopefully it can go on into interviews where I can interview people in the health and wellness and beauty space and we talk about how beauty is deeper and we talk about all of these things that I'm talking about if I can provide that I will be so happy when it is my time to go. And I think um, I was a pretty shallow person growing up. I mean, I was very money driven and I'm a Capricorn. Hello. All we care about is fucking money. Um, And uh, I just kind of wanted to be famous. I mean, that's so annoying to hear myself say that now. But as a kid, I was like, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be famous. It's like, and I love that little girl wholeheartedly. I do. But I'm like, girl, you needed some awakening. (laughs) Um, but I think I want to help people. And I think I always knew I, I always wanted to help people, but I always thought it had to be through a certain lens. And oh my God, I just can't even express how much my grandmother's passing just makes me want to just help every single person in the world if I can in a certain way and that's why sometimes on Instagram like there's people on Instagram from like my middle school my high school that will reach out to me and talk to me about things and I give him I give them my fucking attention I will message you until like the middle of the night if that's me helping you and obviously like I can't sustain that for the rest of my life but like for right now that is the help that I'm providing. And if I can be honest about my anxiety and somebody else can align with that, I want to talk about it. If I can be honest about me being extremely fucking insecure or extremely, uh, like me coming to terms with the fact that I have been a shitty person and being honest about that. And if somebody can listen to that and internalize that, or maybe reach out to me on Instagram and I can talk to them about that. That's what fucking matters. Nothing else matters. And that's why I firmly believe that beauty is deeper. It is not just what you look like. It is not just what size your pants are. Um, It is so much deeper. And 
I really just want to promote this message, but I truly have a very health focused outlook on this. And I think we need to be the best version of ourselves. We have to try every day. We cannot settle for less. We cannot settle for unhealthy behavior. We cannot settle for unhealthy relationships. We cannot settle for unhealthy attachments to things. We cannot settle for unhealthy lives. And I have a huge um, push in the health and wellness space to feel like I want to do this. And I think it I think it ties into everything. And for me, I'm tying it into beauty. I believe that. Because helping people is healthy for you. Eating good is healthy for you. Eating fresh produce. Eating mainly plant-based meals is amazing for you. Um, walking, stretching, exercising is healthy for you. Getting out into nature is healthy for you. Talking to like-minded people who believe in you and align with you is healthy for you. Holding space for people who are not aligned with you and are not in your best interest is healthy for you. That's an unpopular opinion, but I believe that we need to hold space for everyone. I, I do not think that we should be cutting people out the way that we have normalized the protect your energy, cut people out, have no empathy. No, 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 no. Empathy is what makes us human. So I hope I've kind of gotten across a point of this podcast. Um, but like I said, I'm really pushing for the not perfect model here because if not, I will never get started. Um, and I really hope you guys like this episode and are excited for the next episodes. And if this helped you in any way, I really appreciate it if you could let me know that it helped you in some way. Or if you have any topic ideas or anything, um, my Instagram is at Natasha Velo. And this will be on Anchor. And hopefully in the next few episodes, I can get it approved to um, Apple and Spotify. And because I did this last time with my last podcast. So like I want to I don't really remember. It's been a few years, but I got to get back on that. And also I have a YouTube channel, Natasha Velo. It's the same thing. But um, this is just the first of many. And I just wanted to launch with no perfect message intact because it is imperfect and beauty is imperfection. <laughs> Boom. Point blank period. Um, but yeah, I had a lot better of a, of a podcast. Uh, it was like an hour long and I wrote it out and I had a, like, I had like a speaking points and uh, with my grandmother's passing, it just made it feel so ingenuous. Um, and I just wanted to speak from my heart to you guys and, or to you one person who is listening to this. And I really hope to see you guys in the next few episodes. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. Approach everyone with love and hold space for those who are not in the best place right now. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.